Kane 1075. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 1075 and AM 1240. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with uh, head coach uh, Matt Desimo uh, here at the CHS Coaches Show. can be heard every Monday night from 6 p.m. till 645 to the end of the football season. Then every other week, uh, beginning in January till the end of the school year. The CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Armitage Jewelry, Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sestra Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, The UPS Store, Catholic High School, Musson Patu, United Companies, B&L Engine Repair, and Seahorse Manufacturing. And uh, with that, we're here at the studios of Kane Radio, as I said, FM 1075 and AM 1240 at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, next to Victor's Cafeteria. You can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com. And uh, if you have an Alexa, say, uh, Alexa, play Kane 1240, and she will. Meanwhile, uh, also the CHS Coaches Show uh, can be uh, – we're archiving it, so you can listen to it if you happen to miss the show, oh, maybe a day or two later on the KANE website. Meanwhile, Coach, uh, currently a lot going on at CHS with sports, basketball for you guys and gals, along with the Panther soccer teams in the state playoffs, along with uh, baseball, softball, getting ready to take off. Track and field program with Coach Brew is getting ready to start their season shortly, and I believe baseball – Recently had their hit-a-thon, I do believe, uh, yes, recently sir. at Catholic High. And also the softball had the, uh, a sort of fundraising also. They so, had their uh, hit-a-thon too. Yeah, we uh, a lot going on at Catholic High right now, Coach. And uh, why don't we expound upon uh, the things that are really hot right now is the boys' basketball really playing well, Coach. Yeah, absolutely. You know, those guys are doing a great job. Coach Casey, Coach Owen, Coach Gilbo have been doing a phenomenal job getting them ready week in, week out. Um, you know, right now they're, you know, unofficial PowerPoints, they're at number nine. Um, the top eight get a, get a buy, so I'm sure they're trying to get that, that number eight seed to get that easy, that first round buy, so they're definitely home week round two and, you know, take care of business from there. Um, I know they have a big game tonight against Turlings at home right now. Uh, well, they're going to be starting probably in about an hour or so, Varsity. Yes, and, you know, Turlings is the only team to beat Nish this year. I think Nish is 23-24-1. So a uh, tall order for the Panthers. See how they play uh, against uh, a quality 4A opponent, too. Yeah, uh, from my understanding, they're pretty young, but they're, they're very talented. Um, so, you know, that's going to be a big game for us. I know we're pretty young as well. Um, but like I said, you know, Coach Casey and Coach O and Coach Gilbo get those guys ready week in, week out. So, you know, it should be a good game. It should definitely be a, a good competitive game. And, you know, if a couple things go our way, Hopefully our guys come out on top. Yeah, they've, they've really, once they, you know, I call the triplets were playing football. And uh, once they got their fo- uh, football legs out and brought their basketball legs in, and uh, they've really played well the last few games. Uh, I have the schedule here. And uh, with regards to their wins and losses uh, over their last, uh, I want to say, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. They're nine and two over their eleven last games. One of them, a two-point loss to uh, West St. Mary. Uh, the other loss was uh, to Ed White, uh, another AAA opponent. So uh, 
they they've played really well right now and uh they just they attack 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 and he's got a pretty good bench too that uh players can come off the bench whether it be templeton or or uh or Cade falk or uh some of the others uh i think kaylin uh Kratan's another one and the big troskler clid has played pretty well as of late yeah that's so important to have a bench um whenever think especially whenever those guys start getting tired you know uh, i mean a tired guy who might be better is never as good as a fresh guy. So, right. so it's important to have those guys to give them a blow so they can get their rest and get their legs back underneath them and get back out there to do, do what they're capable of doing. Yeah, since uh, I believe we last met, uh, I believe uh, was back in the end of January, and uh, since then the uh, Panthers have uh, beaten uh, Ascension Episcopal along with uh, West St. Mary, who was their only district uh, defeat uh, earlier this year, uh, a two-point loss, but uh, – they got revenge as they beat West St. Mary 34-31. Uh, were you able to attend that game uh, over in Baldwin? No, I wasn't there Okay, for uh, I'm curious because the score is 34-31. I don't know who slowed the ball down. I wasn't able to attend it either. And so a uh, score like that uh, told me somebody was holding the ball for a little while and take advantage of what uh, – but the Panthers come out with a three-point win, avenge a loss at home. Uh, on the road, so uh, an important victory for them. Yeah, and in a tough place to play over there in West St. Mary. Oh, it is tough. Franklin, West St. Mary, both uh, tough places to play. And uh, Panthers, uh, earlier this year, uh, back on uh, January 20th, took down the uh, Hornets by a score of 46-44, two-point win on the road. Uh, of course, they've got to come back to Catholic High uh, with that. And uh, our next game we'll be doing for uh, the Panthers on Kane Radio will be uh, the Thursday night game against the Cadiana Renaissance uh, Charter. And I think that's senior night, too. That is. I believe it got moved to Friday, though. Okay, um, i got to check that. Yep, just give you a heads okay, up on heads that. Up, I'm pretty right. sure they moved that to Friday. I'll get, I'll get in touch with Coach and uh, see what he says about that. But uh, anyway, was that one of maybe those Thursday games, like in football, that uh, maybe not enough officials to go around? Do you... I, I'm not sure what, why it was scheduled on Thursday, but I know um, with it being senior night, I think they decided they want to try to move it to Friday to better get more people sure, to better honor... be there for the kids and, and honor those seniors. And for I, their I don't have a roster of... in front of me, but I think uh, Templeton along with uh, – Caden Falk, uh, uh, two of the seniors that come to mind. And uh, I don't know if Kaylin Creighton is a senior on the I team this year. I believe either. he is, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay, those would be the three that come to my mind because uh, most of the others are juniors and uh, yeah. sophomores and a freshman. So, uh, anyway, they'll be honored. I'll go ahead and check into that. I'm glad the, uh, for the little update there uh, with that. And, of course, Turling Catholic. Uh, the, Tip-off time, did they have a JV or a – So they were uh, playing freshman at 5.30, then JV, then varsity. So okay. I would guess probably around 7-ish, somewhere around there. Yeah, so if you're listening to the show and you want to go out to see the Panthers play tonight, uh, between probably 7.15, 7.30 might be the tip-off. So you have time. The show ends about a quarter to 7. So you have time to get out there and watch the Panthers take on uh, Father Turlings, uh, the, uh, the, I believe the uh, Rebels, if yep. my memory serves me correctly. Anyway, uh, elsewhere, uh, uh, coach uh, in basketball. So uh, I-, I looked up the power ratings, and they usually announce them on Monday morning sometime. And off the air, you were mentioning to me that uh, uh, t- you can go to a spot called Go uh, Go Prep. GoPreps.com. And they had the Panthers listed. It's not official, but they had them listed at ninth, ninth moving right up now. from 11th. They were 11th on the Louisiana High School Athletic site. And, uh, you know, with a couple of big wins they've had in the last week since the 31st, uh, uh, I thought they would move up. Uh, maybe I'll maybe check that tomorrow, maybe have an indication on that. But uh, 
playing so well right now. It's just unbelievable. Uh, they are. So uh, one district loss. They have, uh, to my mind, three district games left. And I'll see where they're going to play uh, away Lafayette Christian uh, from uh, Lafayette. It looks like uh, a game going to be on the 11th of uh, – and that's a Saturday game, too. Yeah, I believe that's going to be at the Cajun Dome. Um, oh, there's a little a tournament going on okay. or a showcase-type thing where there's a few local teams playing there. I'm pretty sure that one's going to be at, at the Cajun Dome. And pretty representative team, too, in uh, Class 2A or moving up to yep. 4A this 4A year. 4A now. Yeah, uh, playing in that district with St. Thomas Moore and Turlings and some of those. I don't know if Karen, is Karen Crow still a 4A team. I think they are, at least. They might be uh, playing up, though. Cause, I think they might be 5A now. Yeah, I think they might have been that district with um, Acadiana. All those and, Acadiana schools were selected as uh, uh, select schools, too, because year. they have open enrollment uh, with that. Uh, yeah, something else, just to grab your mind quickly about that. The principals met, uh, was it last week they met? Uh, are you familiar with what the discussions were about and all? A lot of it had to do with uh, that that article 4.4.4 where they changed that definition of selecting all that um but they decided to push most of the voting back to the summer um so that the principals and, and all that they can kind of get together and come up with a, a a different protocol because a lot of the a lot of them feel like it's a better system than it was in place before just because of the competitiveness and, and all those things or a lot the competitiveness is a lot better now than it was previously where you have no win teams making the playoffs in certain divisions and things like that. Um, but, you know, it kind of felt like a, a little bit of a, a breach of power by the LHSA, kind of the way they went about doing it. Um, so I know the principals were upset about that, but they want to they, – they, they like the system, um, but they want to come up with some different ideas and try to put it to a vote because the principals are the ones that are supposed to run the association. That's right. Um, so, so a lot of the major stuff kind of got pushed back, as far as I know, to June. Um, but – that's kind of where it is right now. Yeah, I know a lot of the coaches uh, felt uh, some coaches that were moved from the non-select into the select. Some were upset. Some said, hey, deal with my hand. I just want to know where I'm going. The problem was when they announced all that was, I think, in early October of last year. And the coaches said, I would have played a different schedule, you know, a non-district schedule, knowing uh, what took place. So that was the hour of a lot of the coaches I spoke with over the time period. Yeah, so that's kind of what I was getting at. You know, the principals were upset with the way they went about doing it. Um, you know, I know coaches were upset too. Um, but as coaches, you can only control what you can control. Um, and the principals are supposed to make those make those decisions by majority and all that. Um, so, yeah, the timing wasn't ideal, obviously. Um, but it is what it is. You control what you can control, and you go ahead and do what you got to do. Now, and usually the schedule, you know, y'all, last year was the first year of the schedule, and usually it's a flip. So whoever you play at home, you'll play on the road, and whoever you play on the road, you'll play at home, vice versa. So, uh, And uh, have uh, the Panthers uh, made any adjustments to the schedule they played last year? Yeah, so in football, it's, a, it's always a two-year contract. Correct. Um, because of the redistricting and all that. And, and as far as – and typically it's a home and away. Um, sometimes certain teams will negotiate a home and home, um, kind of like, like college football too. Sure. Um, but I, as far as I know from our contracts, we should it should all be a flip flop from last year. So, okay. so everyone that right. we, everywhere we went to last year, they'll come to us. Everyone we had at home, we'll go. Okay, to and a pretty a pretty good schedule too. Playing a, a few four A teams, a three A team, and uh, and uh, a talented one A team too, and uh, Vermilion Catholic. Too. Absolutely, so 
who played for a state championship this past year. So, uh, yep. anyway, uh, interesting, and uh, keep you on your toes, Coach. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> with that. Anyway, don't know if you have uh, any other uh, information, maybe with regards to uh, basketball or anything of that nature, before maybe we move on to some other sports over at Catholic High right now. Yeah, our girls' basketball team, they're, they're sitting right now unofficially at 24 in power points, which the top 24 teams make it to the playoffs. So they may squeak in there. Um, they'll be traveling to the number nine seed because the top eight get a, a bye. But, All right. you know, that'd be good for those girls to get an extra game in there. I know they've been working hard. Um, you know, Coach Casey and Coach Cambry and those guys have done a good job with the help of um, Coach Lexi and Coach Darian, who've been helping out too. Um, so, you know, I know they'll enjoy that. So hopefully they can find a way to squeak in there and stay in that 24 spot, and, that, and you never what, know. Yeah, that was my next question to you. It's a 24 bracket, considering over the years it will – it was where some of the select schools were playing 12 and 14 teams making the playoffs. And uh, just uh, like you said earlier, there were some zero and 10 teams and not one and nine well, teams playing. Yeah, and, you know, in the previous system, there were 16. Well, at least as far as football goes, I'm not sure 100% with, you know, all the other sports. But in football, on the select side, 16 teams would qualify. But in some of the select divisions, there were only, like you said, 12 teams that would make it. So by default, the top four teams would have a buy. And sure. Anyone that played selecting that division would make it, whether they went 0-10 or 1-9. and um, Now, sometimes there were teams that chose not to participate in the playoffs and things like that just because, I mean, depending on who they match up with, it, yeah. it, it gets expensive to travel in football a long way. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of those select teams back in the day uh, were losing money you know, with their guards. I know uh, – uh, I know you've played in uh, in the Dome uh, a few years ago, and I know Coach Indes when they played in the Dome, it cost a bunch of money to to ship t- kids down there. You got to feed them. Uh, you're gonna are we gonna go down the day of the game, or we go go down the night before the game? You know, it's rent hotel rooms, and uh, it's uh, it, it's not a real big paycheck coming back at yeah, you. Yeah, the LHSA does help out with that. You know, I don't remember exactly what the payout is as a guaranteed payout, and they depending on your size of your school, your division, they'll get they'll give you so many hotel rooms okay. so they do pay for part of the hotel now it's not normally enough for the entire team um, but they do help you out with that so not gonna say you make a lot of money but typically you don't lose a lot of money either um, playing in the state championship I think a lot of times it's kind of a kind of a wash yeah um, and, especially for smaller schools at least yeah and like you said other than you have a really astute freshman that plays a lot for you most of the time you're just gonna bring your sophomores juniors and seniors that'll play and unless you have really a talented uh, younger player that uh, you're going to make sure he gets on the bus with you yeah. uh, over in the dome, uh, uh, Coach. Anyway, some other things you may have uh, with regards to Catholic High right now? Um, you know, like you said, baseball and softball is getting started. They had their hit-a-thon this past weekend, and, you know, from my understanding, that was one of the most successful ones possibly ever. Oh, um, wow. You know, I, I know for baseball, it was really good. Um, I haven't heard too, too much on the other side for softball, um, but I know there, there was a great turnout. The weather helped out with that, and it ended up yes. being a nice, you know, nice Saturday. Um and like I said, that you know, great turnout, gr- great job raising money for their programs. You know, that's so important to be able to, to be able to afford, you know, the things that are needed to, to have a successful program. Um, you know, Coach Jordan and Coach Nelda do a great job with their teams, and they need that support, and they need to have the availability to get whatever those 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 needs are. Yeah, uh, you're right. And Coach Jordan seems like he always puts together a tough early season schedule to find out who who. Who can make plays and uh, who can hit and get the big hit and uh, get bunts down and things of that nature. And he's done that for as far back as I can remember with Coach Jordan, even back in uh, 
uh, when you were in school, uh, uh, you know. So he left for a short term and uh, came back uh, a few years ago, I guess seven, eight, maybe nine, ten years ago, and uh, and uh, uh, has played uh, pretty well, good baseball over the course of the year. So uh, anyway, uh, we need to go ahead and uh, take a break here, Coach, and uh, we'll come back with more. You're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We're going to take a short break, and we're going to be back right after this. From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports, let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome back to CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We're with uh, Matt Desimo, the uh, head football coach at Catholic High, uh, talking uh, uh, with the different sports going on at Catholic High. And, uh, Coach, as we were talking, right, we took a quick break. Uh, you know, baseball is cranking it up. And, boy, just I passed by the other day. Boy, the, Coach Joy, one thing, that baseball field is first class, too. He does a great job, too, with uh, keeping him in manicure in that baseball field. I know he has his players involved with it also. But uh, along with the softball field next door, uh, uh, they do a great job there too, and it seemed like I saw the lights on the other night. We did the hit a thorn and the fundraising for the softball team was that mostly during the day or the evening hours? I'm pretty sure those were in the morning Saturday. So, okay. So if there was some lights on in the evening, they may, they may have been practicing. Okay, because uh, they started when officially could they start practicing a couple of weeks ago? A week yeah, ago. Yeah. So I think baseball started two Mondays ago, and softball might have been the week before that. Softball is always a little bit ahead with their playoffs and everything to kind of split it up. Well, usually when uh, and educate me a little bit, my ignorance with regards to the periods and all Catholic High, uh, come the uh, sixth period, uh, they the athletes are able to go to their sports, get dressed, and go out and practice. Is that... Uh, seventh period. Seventh, uh, it's seventh period. Okay. Seventh period athletic PE. Um, you That's know, a typic- two o'clock hour or something yeah, like that? from 2 to 2.50. Um, and typically the athletes go with their sport um, or they're in the weight room and do some different type of conditioning stuff, depending on the situation with coaches off campus and things like that. And, and we're talking about all athletes. In other words, uh, athletes that, uh, uh, whether it be basketball, baseball, uh, soccer, whatever the case may be. Yep, that's correct. Anyway, so uh, it's, and it, that, that's a plus to have, too. You get them early and all, so uh, you don't drag practice to 6, 6.30, even though some of the other sports, uh, you know, have to share facilities and things of that nature. And speaking of sharing facilities, uh, a tough weekend for the Panther soccer teams, too, uh, uh, over the weekend. I think the, the girls uh, played uh, uh, Dunham and the boys took on uh, Lafayette Christian, yeah, over in that. Uh, but the girls, uh, uh, and, and I think that they, I thought they had to play, I thought they were playing Friday, but they ended up playing, I think, Saturday or Sunday? Well, so they were supposed to play Friday, both the boys and girls. Um, but this is the first year that the LH, well, maybe the second year the LHSA has expanded the soccer playoffs to 32 teams. Well, what I guess they didn't think about or maybe didn't care about is the official situation. Um, so we had a very difficult time trying to find officials for Friday, um, which 
didn't happen. It wasn't possible. You know, we called it Lafayette Association, different associations, um, and they just there just weren't any available. I don't know if we waited too late or what what the situation was. Um, but so the boys ended up playing Saturday at two o'clock, and the girls played yesterday on Sunday at three thirty. Okay, and uh, like I said, uh, tough days for them. I think the boys, uh, along with uh, LCA. Uh, they ended up in a 1-1 match uh, and, of course, uh, went to penalty kicks, I guess. And uh, LCA beat the Panthers out, and uh, they advanced uh, to take on the number one seeded Newman Greenies. Uh, and uh, LCA's going to – looks like LCA's going to be the uh, home team, too. Yep, if it, if it works the same way as uh, football typically does the brackets, um, if, if, everyone tra- if everyone played the previous round, the team that traveled last will host. Yeah, uh, some of the other teams in uh, Catholic High's district look like uh, uh, Ascension Episcopal uh, uh, beat uh, Calvary Baptist. They went 5-1 and one just going over the uh, – uh, uh, I have the bracket here. I'm just seeing Episcopal of Acadiana. Uh, I'm, uh, they also won 8 nothing too. Uh, of course, soccer's a little different than uh, basketball and football. Not everybody plays soccer. So yeah. they have to group some schools together, even though they're lower classification all, and uh, that yeah. has to be done. Yeah, so in soccer, so obviously there's the split in, in football and basketball and baseball that, that we were just talking about that everyone talks about. Um, but when you come to soccer and volleyball and school teams, sports like that, that not everyone plays, um, there's different divisions, which is always, how it's always been. Um, everyone's in the same category, but basically there's four divisions, I believe four divisions in soccer, and they just take all the soccer playing schools and divide them by 25. Uh, yeah. So 25%. So and, 25% is enough. And no sorry, buys 20. for anybody either yeah, with no the 32 teams. Year. Yeah, that, that makes a difference. Of course, with the young ladies, uh, they uh, were scheduled to play Dunham, which took place, you said, Sunday at 3.30. And, uh, again, another issue trying to find officials mm-hmm. uh, for that game. Uh, they come out on the short end of a 3-1 to one match against the Dunham Tigers out of Baton Rouge. And uh, they advance also to take on the number one seed, Loyola Prep. I'm pretty sure that's the former uh, Jesuit of Shreveport School who changed their name to Loyola Prep, I mean, years ago. They yeah. were at one time Jesuit. And uh, they uh, they downed the – don't know if you have much information what took place in that match against Dunham. Um, you know, I was actually at that game. Uh, our girls played well. Um, Dunham, you know, they played a little bit better. Uh, our girls cut it down to 2-1. We were down 2-0, cut it down to 2-1, and Dunham scored to go up 3-1 with a, a phenomenal shot. Um, you know, our, I don't think any goalie would have had a chance to block that. She'd have had to have been 6-3 and better dive, <laughs> you know, jump out the gym. Um, but, you know, they played really well. I thought our girls played hard and, and you know, and competed well. Um, I know our boys played hard and competed well on Saturday from what I was told. Uh, but, you know, I mean, they, they, they got to keep their heads up high. You know, they, they played a 16-team seed playing a 17 seed. It's not like, you know, a yeah. one against a 32 where you're supposed to win that game. It could go either way, and that's kind of what happened. You know, like I said, our girls played well. They played hard, and it just came up came up short at the end. Yeah, it kind of sad, too, because I know uh, they, they, they work hard and a lot of participation, too, with uh, young ladies and boys at uh, Catholic High. Uh, I'm sure there are a few uh, football players that uh, play soccer and vice versa with the girls at softball. So, you know, being a small school, uh, a lot of a lot of kids play multiple sports, which I think is healthy. 
you know, uh, it gets them uh, moving in different directions, basketball, football. And people, as I mentioned earlier, the football players have to get their basketball legs. You know, and that takes a couple of weeks uh, for that. And uh, it's just uh, the movement of the sport. And then, uh, of course, uh, uh, coming up uh, also, we talked a little bit about earlier, was, uh, was track and field. And that uh, that's uh, getting ready. I tried to look and see a schedule, but that I guess just typical of the different meets around the uh, area where uh, track and field athletes in uh, Catholic High. And I'm pretty sure Coach Brew is still uh, the track and field coach. That is Catholic correct. High. Yep, Coach Brew is still still running the track program. Um, yep, track actually gets started uh, normally that first week in March is the first week of uh, meets. Uh, they started officially practicing last week, last Monday. Tracks a little bit behind baseball with the schedule. Uh, but, you know, I, I know Coach Brew does a good job with them. You know, I coached with her here when I was previously at Catholic High. I coached against her at Ascension as a track coach. Uh, she does a good job with, with that track program. Uh, she knows she knows her she knows the sport and, and you know she cares about it and she works hard and she gets the kids to give give their best effort every day. Yeah, and it's great to have an all weather track too at the time, uh, which uh, also helps in that regard. Whether it be rain, fog, whatever the case may be, dampness. And uh, I can remember years ago running around the Catholic High track and it was a uh, dirt with some grass and occasional well, spots. Yeah, you you don't realize how fortunate you are to have a track until you go somewhere that doesn't have one. You know, at Ascension we didn't have a track, so. Oh, so, wow. so having a, having an all weather track and having a track period is, is it's you know it's a blessing, um, you know not even just for track but for for other sports during summer workouts you know off season conditioning things like that whenever it's wet outside not necessarily raining and storming but you know the grass is muddy you can go out there and get get some good work in that otherwise it'd be tough to get that type of work in yeah it really would be and uh, it just uh, that all weather track and. Uh, uh, pardon again my ignorance, but were you there? Was it an all-weather track when you were at Catholic High? Yes, it was. Uh, I think, I think they got they made the track the and all that. Um, probably when I was like in middle school. So, okay. so my whole high school career, we had a track. Okay, all right, an all-weather track too. Yep. It's that regard. So, and that's expensive, you know, to put yeah. down yeah. it all. Uh, uh, and uh, just uh, uh, of course, you can wear them small cleats too. You don't wear them big long cleats when you run on those uh, cinder tracks or uh, that uh, nature. And I don't even know if they have any cinder tracks left. Not that I'm aware of. The last cinder track I remember was Delcom, um, and now they have that really nice Mondo track, mm-hmm. um, which is you know one of the top notch tracks in the the area in the state. Really, uh, LSU's LSU has that same same surface. Um, obviously, their track's a little bit different, but sure. But that was the last cinder track I remember. Anyway, with that, uh, usually the first track meet I can recall, there used to be the Snook Darawal Relays over in Erath. And I, I know they have another name for it now, and it escapes me what they call it over I in Erath. I think they still call it the Snooks Relays. I think okay. it's just the Snooks Relays. It's, uh, um, it was started man, but back that's, in the 60s. Now that's the uh, second, normally the second week of okay. track meets. Uh, who usually conducts uh, the first uh, official track meet in the area? On the last, so the last few years has been kind of a practice meet. Um, I know, I know, Abbeville's hosted one the last few years. I think, I think actually, Coach Brew might have hosted one one year okay. at Catholic High. But I'm not sure what the plan is right now. Um, if they're going to Abbeville, or if, they're, or if, or if we're planning on hosting one. Um, like I said, typically it's kind of more of a practice meet where coaches kind of, you know, keep their own times and just kind of get into it. Yeah, uh, and it's I, I can recall uh, with the, the meets uh, uh, 
that you know Lafayette High had the all city relays at one time and Snook Darrell Wall and uh, Abbeville used to have some uh, track meets Crawley was another uh, up in the area it seemed like uh, I want to say uh, some other meets Brobridge or St. Martinville or I want to say Brobridge more than St. Martinville well mostly the the meets in there they had approximately oh a half dozen to seven meets uh, you know that uh, and then of course Southwestern had the Southwestern relays which is a huge track uh, meet uh, with regards to uh, drawing teams from all over the country at one time I don't know how active that is but it was pretty nice to to compete uh, against kids from all over the country back in the day but uh, anyway uh, neither here nor there um, and uh, uh, any opportunities for uh, so some meet records I should say some uh, school records do we have any opportunity for some young men and women to beat any of their previous records held in Catholic High? Um, to be honest with you, I don't really know as of right now. Um, I'm not sure, you know, what, what our kids are capable of. This, is, this would be my first spring with them. So, true, true. I'm um, seeing them compete other than on the, on the opposing side. Um, but, I mean, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. We have some, some pretty good athletes out there that are running track and doing some different things. Um, so, you, know, you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have some pretty good records out there, you know, uh, Coach Ken Connor, who was here for a long time, did a good job of keeping track of those records, keeping them going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we were here, we did a good job, and I know Coach Brew does a good job keeping track of all that. So, so they're pretty pretty accurate as much as possible. We have them to back before when it was still in a, the yards system. So, so they okay. go pretty far back. Yeah. Um, when did that change? Too, they went from yards to meters. Were you? Could you even? Uh, no, that was that was that was well before my time. Really? So, okay. so I'm not really sure when that happened. Yeah, that's it was strange. Of course, uh, now uh, 100 yards. The, with their 100 meters is about 10 yards yeah. longer so kids that ran nine eights nine whatever nine nines nine sevens uh that's going to be equivalent i guess to 10 six 10 seven 10 eight something yeah, there, there. there's a conversion factor that's i guess pretty accurate but you know you never really know how accurate it really is yeah you're, boy you're right about that and especially with the javelin and shot puts mm-hmm. and you know uh when they, I, they changed the javelin uh i guess that was like in the 80s maybe yeah the standard or, of the javelin meaning the, the type of javelin in other words they it changed, changed the, the weighting of it the right. way it was weighted and all that kind of stuff to where it doesn't it's not supposed to fly as for now um so you know that's so we actually have kind of two two javelin records kind of pre-change right. and uh-huh. post well um, i can i can recall what uh, that catholic High had two state champions in the javelin back in the day and two names you're going to remember. One was uh, David Newstrom, mm-hmm. who won in seventy in seventy one, and at uh, Baton Rouge. In the following year, Bill Simon yep. won the state championship in the javelin. I think they both threw it a little over two hundred feet, two ten, two twelve, two fifteen, somewhere in there. Uh, and that were state champions. As a matter of fact, a funny story. Uh, David Newsham broke the tip of his javelin he had. He had to use a kid from Brobridge javelin to throw, and he won the state championship yeah. with uh, back in the day. Well, throughout the years, we've had some, some pretty good javelin throwers um, at Catholic High. You know, whenever I was, I was in school, um, Josh Jurassic, well, I guess I wasn't in school. He was a year younger than me. He threw it really well. I'm not sure if he won state, or, but he went to state, and he, he, he placed, and um when I was coaching here, we had a kid, Devin Barrett, who was a really good thrower. Um, so, so we've had some some pretty good throwers. I know the uh, the white kid. Uh, I can't think of what his first name was. I know you're speaking of. I, I was at Ascension, but he was a really good thrower. Um, his dad used to help coach track. Um, but they've had quite a few 
Well, one throw years. I can recall, and I think he still holds the state mark, is Tommy Killen. Absolutely. I mean, he was um, extraordinary with the, sh- with the discus. He was. He and was got, a really good shot putter, too. And he was, and got a full scholarship to TCU yep. where he competed for four years. Went, and, uh, I think he qualified for the national meet twice in college, which is, I mean, that's a big deal. Uh, but, no, Tommy was special. Uh, yeah, he was. I was. I'm a year younger than Tommy, so. And they broke the mold, too, uh, mm-hmm. with he. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure. I know he set the composite record for uh, for double-A uh, or maybe Catholic High was triple-A at the time. And, uh, we were triple-A, but he has the composite, so one through five-A record. Okay. Because um, the way that works is to, to break a state record, which is kind of silly. I guess, well, I guess I, I get it. To break a state record, it has to be done at the state meet. Okay. Um, I guess to make sure that, verify that it's measured correctly and the jet discuses are weighed in and all that. Um, but he does have the composite record still to this day uh, for the state meet for 1 through 5A. Wow, amazing. Anyway, Coach, we need to take another break. You listen to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back uh, with more right after this. I'm Corey Avery, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Orpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. Raymond's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS Store. Every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services pricing and hours may vary. See Center for details. Hi, my name is Dr. Abigail Hennigan-Daily, and I'm so excited to share that I've partnered with my dad at Hennigan Team Dentistry. My roots are here in Iberia Parish. I grew up in the practice, and I'm a Catholic Eye alumni. Being able to come home and serve the people of Iberia Parish and the surrounding areas is a dream come true and a complete honor. Allow me to continue the tradition by caring for and uniting with you to develop a beautiful, healthy smile. Call our office today at 364-2156 and schedule an appointment. We look forward to hearing from you. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 1075. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with uh, head coach uh, Matt Decimo. And, uh, Coach, uh, I know there are other activities uh, b- besides sports that take 
place at school, and I know each uh, week uh, or each every other week or twice a month, uh, maybe you have some things you'd like to expound upon and let uh, some of our listeners know what's going on at Catholic High. Yeah, we have a few things going on uh, next, well, this weekend and the next couple months. Uh, you know, we have our, our high school grandparents' day mass on Thursday, which is always a big, a big event. Um, we did our, our elementary and middle school earlier in the year, which was, was phenomenal. It was exciting to see all those grandparents here. The, the gym was packed for mass. Um, I'm sure our high school grandparents' day will be pretty big, too. I don't know if it will be quite as big. Uh, typically, those younger kids, they get, they, they get their grandparents to come. They call them, and, you know, sure. uh, high school kids, are sometimes they get kind of too cool for that. Oh, um, you're but, right. You're right. But that should be a, a, good little, a good little outing on Thursday with those grandparents' day. Uh, we also have our shrimp boil coming up, uh, which will be on March 3rd, which is the, the, the big athletic booster, um, athletic fundraiser for all athletics. Um, the tickets should start going on sale next week, I believe. Um, it'll be uh, $16, I think, per pound or something to that extent. Uh, okay. But they should be going on sale next week. Um, and also we have Dancing with the Stars coming back this year, uh, uh, which yeah, is always. Yeah, it's been gone for a couple of years due to COVID. Yep. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Um, it, it, you know, that's, that's a huge thing for the school, the entire school. Um, and that's going to be March 10th. Uh, it's going to be back at the K Community Center, which is where it used to be before it started going to the casino. Okay. Uh, from my understanding, the casino doesn't have that that big auditorium or whatever that that congregation room that it used to be in um that's what i was told at least well you know from what i understand too they have trouble finding people to uh, uh work you know that's why some of their uh, low cafeterias are shut down because they can't find the staff to uh yeah. complement that yeah that may be why that may, that may be why it's not available anymore I, you know i don't know um but i know i know when we used to do the Cade community center whenever i was previous at Ca- previously at catholic high it was always a good a good outing it was fun you know that's where it started off so it's kind of nice to go back over there and see how things are going yeah and they've got plenty of room and parking to accommodate you too yeah. uh and it's a it's a fun time for everybody and uh whether you see some of these uh people who are really having fun and, and laugh and and now they have uh not only do they have the judges uh, that were the first place they also have a fan favorite yeah. too that has a first place so it makes it interesting yeah. too it it, really interesting i uh, don't know if you have uh some other uh things to speak about other than dancing with the stars and the shrimp ball and all uh no that's that's about all i can think of off the top of my head right now okay um, you know we have those couple things coming up i know that i'm sure there's more you know there's plenty of athletics starting to go on i know we got baseball and softball scrimmages starting this week um going on from there yeah i want to let people know uh our next broadcast of catholic high baseball will be uh against the kdiana renaissance which is senior night and we'll update you i have it scheduled for the ninth but what coach told me earlier this evening it's scheduled for the 10th so uh, we're going to make sure that we'll give you some analysis maybe tomorrow by your sports and keep you abreast of that. So uh, anyway, Coach, uh, appreciate you coming in as always. Uh, of course, uh, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Armitage Jewelry, Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero Sports, Power Sports, uh, Session Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High Schools, Mustin Patu, United Companies, B&L Engine Repair, and Seahorse Manufacturing. With that, we'll say good night and God bless. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. 
CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. We have a new player on the field and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola and the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. At Sester Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Sester Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sester and Jenny Vize at Sester Wealth. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through GWM Advisors. Advisors, a registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sestia Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors, LLC. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. 